Believe in yourself, reach out for your dreams. Don't surrender, there is more than it seems. Hold on and fight, follow your heart. This is your way, love is what you make Hi, this is Dr. Joe Luciani welcoming you to another session of self-coaching, where real-life emotional struggles, whether it's depression, anxiety, relationship conflict, losing weight, or simply handling life's challenges are all addressed, teaching you to become your own best coach. So welcome back to another session. I, I have to apologize for last week, as you can probably hear in my voice, I just can't shake this sinus infection. So I Rather than torture you with a podcast sounding like Froggy the Gremlin, I decided to forego last week. But I'm slowly regaining my non-sinus voice, so maybe by next week. But for now, it's kind of befitting that I struggle and you struggle through listening to me. And today's topic is, how do we get through tough times? So that's where I'd like to begin. Because one thing we all have in common as human beings is that life has its ups and downs, that emotional struggle is part of life. And sometimes it, it feels like we are the victims and others tend to escape such uh, challenges by life, but no one is spared. We are all faced with challenges. This is part of being human. You know, whether it's losing a job, did I say job? <laughs> losing a job, arguing with your partner, worrying about your health, your bills, or, or self-imposed challenges created by worrisome uh, insecurity but it's always something. And yeah, it is always something. And if you're anxious and depressed, then you might even tell someone that life is nothing but challenges. I'm reminded of the words of Murray from the play A Thousand Clowns. It's when life becomes one long dental appointment. And if you're anxious and depressed, it seems that way. Well, I should say it feels that way, that we're constantly hammered by thoughts, by circumstances, by stress. So we want to talk about how do we get through these tough times, whether they're chronic or transient. What's, what's the best way to visualize a way to kind of get through the tough times and find our way to better times. So I'm going to offer you some self-coaching advice. And let's start out with a visualization. I'd like you to imagine ocean waves. Okay, you got that nice. Oh, you, could, you could have big waves or small waves. But right now, I want you not to see a, 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 a flat ocean. I want you to see an ocean with undulating waves. Now, what causes waves? Well, as far as I know, it's the wind. So in our image, let's make the wind stand for life's challenges, the challenges that press up against us, 
causing emotional waves. Okay, so we are kind of this ocean and life's challenges blow that wind up against us and we struggle. Now waves can be, there are all kinds of waves. You can have little tiny stressful waves, kind of ripples in the otherwise placid ocean. You could have turbulent stormy seas, times of, of duress. Some emotional waves are tsunami-like. You know, they kind of pelt us once and then relentlessly keep coming back and back. So the, the different waves would represent the different types of challenges you faced and you will face going forward. But one thing about waves, they don't last. Waves come and waves go. That's because the wind itself, the challenges themselves ebb and flow. Waves are temporary disruptions in what otherwise ought to be our calm, our calm state. So let's go back to the visualization and you're looking at your ocean. And I'd like you to imagine a cork floating in that ocean. And we're going to make you that cork. So there you are, floating along in your ocean. And let's imagine that the wind of emotional stress begins to blow. You just get notified that you're going to have a tax audit. And now you find yourself stuck in a wave. And there you go, up into that wave. As your cork begins to rise on a wave of anxiety, worry, and what if any, right? And let's say that night, you're still in that wave and you're actually blowing that wind against yourself, worrying and wringing your hands, making your own wave grow higher and higher as you, the cork, begins to go higher and higher into the intensity of this wave. And let's say you wake up the next morning and you decide to, what the heck, I'm gonna take a look at my records. And you go through your records and you find out that you're, you're quite satisfied. You haven't done anything wrong. Everything's here. You can explain everything. So what happens? Well, the wave begins to now recede. As you begin, as your cork begins to slide down the wave towards what we call a trough. Ah, the trough. Now, with waves, we have waves, and in between the waves, we have a trough. So you imagine a wave where you float up, and then you come down to this level place where there are no waves until the next wave. So we have waves and we have a trough. So now you've just kind of reconciled in your mind that you have nothing to really worry about with the tax audit. You're no longer in a wave, and you're in a trough. Well, that, that could be the end of our story today, but it isn't because like most people, or which happens to happen to all of us from time to time, even when we're in that trough state, when we're not in the wave and our cork is just kind of tranquil, bobbing along peacefully. If we start to anticipate the next wave, now we are creating what we might call a, a false wind. Now we're creating our own wave. And this is 
certainly the case with anxiety and depression. There may be life challenges that are real, circumstantial issues. But we tend to create our own waves when we start to ruminate, when we start to worry. Because anxiety is all about the future. It's an expectation of things going awry. It's why we worry, trying to control things. So even though you're in a trough state, mentally you're not. You see, you've just created an internal wave. So we don't have a tax audit or our partner packing his or her bags and leaving us. We don't have those outside circumstances pressing against us. We have the internal circumstances, the insecurities, the fears, the doubts, the negatives, creating internal waves. So even though you're in a trough state, you no longer feel like you're in a trough state. Now you feel like you're in the turbulence of waves. And with the anticipation, what you're doing is you're creating a state of stress, a chronic state of stress. So what I mean by a chronic state of stress is that you're not in a, a wave per se. You are now creating an internal wave. So in a sense, you're never in the trough one way or another, circumstance-driven wave or internal-driven wave. You're always in a wave. And that's when you get caught up in emotional struggle that is unrelenting. Now, the, the world isn't that way. Circumstances like the real ocean and the real waves come and go. So if we start to feel that life is one long wave, that is because we are not engaging the trough state effectively. We are disengaging ourselves from that potential solace of being in the trough, of being in between real waves, and we are creating pseudo waves. So therefore, we are never at peace. So what to be done? And that is the essence of today's talk. How do we get through tough times? How do we stop creating waves or even just surviving real waves? Well, let's discuss that. Let me give you four tips. And they all have to do with the need for you to extend the troughs in your life. Now, as I said earlier, there'll always be the waves. That's part of being human. It's part of the real world. And there'll always be the waves. But our need is to maximize the trough experience. Now, think about it just for a minute. Because if the real world blows the wind of turmoil against us periodically, randomly. Sometimes these trough states can be quite extended. Now, here's a very important point. If we suffer from emotional struggle, particularly anxiety and depression, then the trough state is something that you control. You can extend your trough state by not creating the winds of insecurity, of self-doubt, of fear, of negativity. So you can create and extend your solace. 
rather than corrupting it and losing that solace. So how do we do that? Well, you've often heard me in these podcasts talk about being present, being in the moment. And there's no greater time to be present than when you're in a trough state. When there is solace and you're not caught up in a wave bobbing about on top of the crest of the wave. When you're in that trough state, you want to be in the moment, not in your head, and certainly not in anticipating future events, worrying about things that may go awry. When you're in the trough state, you need to embrace the moment. Because there's nothing wrong with the moment unless you contaminate it with your thoughts. So do not allow insecurity to start kind of roaming around in your head, anticipating, worrying, dreading. See, now you've left the moment. You've left the trough state and you've created that pseudo wave state. So the first thing you do is you try to live in the moment. Now the next thing, which kind of piggybacks the first step is to stop worrying, to stop worrying about the next wave that may never come. Now, typically with anxiety and depression and just emotional insecurity in general, we're always anticipating the next wave. And we do that because we're trying to be safe. See, we're trying to control our life by anticipating what's the next wave going to be? Because if I know that next wave, then I'll be braced. I'll be ready. Although there may be some truth to that, the bigger truth is that you are preventing yourself from experiencing the trough state. You need to be in a wave if you're going to live your life anticipating chaos. So you're creating the chaos because you want to try to control destiny, your future, things that haven't happened, things that you feel you may not be able to handle. So you worry and you wring your hands and you leave the trough state. The third thing is self-trusting. This is the ultimate aim of self-coaching is to learn self-trust. All bad things that happen to us emotionally come from a state of self-distrust when we don't believe that we can handle the next wave that's self-distrust that's when we start trying to control that's when we get anxious or depressed but with self-trust you come to believe that you can handle life and life's challenges of course insecurity is going to be yapping in the background telling you that you're no match and you can't and you won't. And I'm not going to go into it in any depth today because you can listen to so many of my previous podcasts and I'll, I'll come back to this in the future podcasts. But essentially it's insecurity that prevents us from self-trust. And it's insecurity that initially eroded self-trust. And I could, should call it the habit of insecurity. So we've become habituated with self-distrust, a.k.a. insecurity. So in order to self-trust, 
You have to go against the insecurity in you, the self-doubt, the fear, the negativity. Not an easy thing to do when self-distrust is a strong habit, a strong habit of insecurity. But nevertheless, you need to take that leap of faith and believe in yourself. How many problems have you solved in your life? Right? Hundreds, thousands. You've gotten through. You've gotten to this moment. Somehow you've survived. You're a survival machine. But you've got to come to trust that. Now, for some people who are so reliant on the controlling strategies of insecurity and the worry and the what ifing, for some people like that, it's going to feel like a real risk to self-trust. Oh, but what if I'm wrong? And what if I can't handle it? That's the risk that you need to take eventually if you want to stop creating waves. And the fourth thing and the final thing is cultivating optimism. Now, this is the crux, optimism versus pessimism. Goes along, again, piggybacks with self-trust. Optimism is a belief that things will be okay. Pessimism is a belief that things will not be okay. Now, when you find yourself in a wave, what do you think happens if you are pessimistic? I can't handle this. This is terrible. What do you think happens? The wave begins to grow and you become more distraught. But on the other hand, when caught in a wave, what if optimism comes in? Well, I've handled this before. I can get through this. Things will get better. I'll figure it out. That's optimism. Optimism will bring you back to the serenity of a trough state that serene state in between waves. So to reiterate, we can't control circumstantial waves, getting sick, illness, separations, loss of jobs, salaries get, de get depleted, we don't get raises. All those things are life circumstances. We don't, we don't control all of that. But we do need to get through all of that. And the best way to get through it is with an optimistic attitude because you don't want to extend the wave needlessly. So you do get caught up in a wave. That's, that's oftentimes something you can't do anything about. The stress of, so let's say, losing a job. You can't do anything about that stress, but you can't begin to dissipate it with optimism, self-trust, being present. See, and you can start to slide back down toward, toward the trough state, which is believing in yourself, self-trusting. You'll get through this time. So that's why optimism is so important, because what we want to do is we want to optimistically be able to cling to our trough state and not corrupt it. So I hope you, I hope you understand, and I think the visualization of you being that cork, I mean, you're malleable. Certainly, we are malleable by life's slings and arrows. But we're also malleable by our insecurity-driven projections of danger, of fear, of harm. So we can do something about that. And when you are in a legitimate stress state caused by a circumstantial event, you can not prolong that and get back to the trough state. 
self-trust, optimism, being present, eliminating worry. Yeah, it may feel a bit risky. But then again, if we want to extend our trough states and be able to handle the waves more courageously, more effectively, and more efficiently, then it's up to you to self-coach yourself to be part of that which reduces the probability of a pseudo-wave or pseudo-tsunamis in your life. So hopefully you're not in a wave state right now. Um, and equally, hopefully, you're not generating internal waves right now. So float down to that trough state. And what do you say? We all catch a breath from life's challenges. And every once in a while, just extend that trough state and forget about the next wave. That's the ultimate risk I'd like you to take. You don't have to worry about the next wave that's coming. Why not? Because with self-trust, you believe you'll handle it. Whatever it takes, you've got that profound attitude. Whatever it takes. So therefore, when you're in the trough state, you're really in the trough state. You're really in the moment. Because the next wave, well, it'll probably come. But you don't have to anticipate it. You don't have to say, I'm only being realistic. Yeah, of course you're being realistic. There'll be other waves. That's life. But you don't have to be anticipating those waves because with self-trust, with confidence, with optimism, yeah, you'll take care. And you'll get back to your next trough state. So I wish you a great trough week. And until next time, uh, visit my website, selfcoaching.net, where you can learn more about my self-coaching philosophy. And all of these self-coaching kind of suggestions I, I go through in these podcasts can be found in my latest book, Unlearning Anxiety and Depression. So take a peek, if you will. And until next time, remember that being victimized by emotional struggle, it's not an option. By definition, Victims are powerless, and you are not powerless. So remember, everything's hard until you make it simple. So join me every week. What do you say we make it simple together? Believe in yourself. Reach out for your dreams. Don't surrender. There is more than it seems. Hold on and fight. Follow your heart. This is your way. Life is what you make of it. Believe in yourself. Reach out for your dreams